Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time, whatever day it is you're listening to this. Um, it is currently Monday morning, 10.28 a.m. I had a few technical difficulties this morning, but it's all good. We're here, we're excited, and I'm just so happy that you're here. If you're new here, my name's Natalia, and I am very excited for this episode. I'm pretty sure that this is like the seventh episode, sixth or seventh. I have no idea. Around there. Um, and I feel like I'm getting to know my flow, what I want to start including in every episode, what I want to um, not include. Your guys' feedback has been really nice to hear. And I think I want to start every podcast not only with an affirmation, but with two of my current mood boosters and also two things that I'm currently struggling with just so I can provide some more transparency, some more realness because you guys know that's literally why I have a platform is to share the vulnerable moments and the things I'm going through. And yeah, I feel like that's very on brand with me. So I feel like I want to start every episode with, um, you know, a little bit of balance, a little bit of goodness, a little bit of realness. So let's do that. Um, Let's start with the things I'm struggling with, and then we can end off with the mood boosters. Two things I am currently struggling with. um, Number one is overthinking slash self-sabotage. This has been a theme in my life for a while, but I would say it's coming back up more more prevalently right now in my life. Um, and it's not fun. It's not fun to overthink. It's not fun to spend more energy on things that shouldn't be taking your energy. And I feel like I've just been in my head about so many different things going on in my life. And I'm trying to navigate that and just not think about stupid shit that should not be taking up more space than it should be, you know? And self-sabotage, basically just getting in my own way, making up scenarios in my head that aren't even real, and just, yeah, not fully stepping into my power the way I know I can and I should. Um, Yeah, overthinking, though, really has been something I've been struggling with lately um and you know it's normal to overthink I don't want to make it sound like it's this disease like everyone overthinks at some point but I'm definitely just trying to let go a little bit more and let go of control and situations that you know I can't control and trust the process trust the journey everything's happening for me not to me type of vibe My second thing that I'm struggling with lately is falling asleep. Insomnia girlies, where you at? Um, Yeah, no, I have been struggling with just falling asleep at a decent time. Um, And I definitely think just being on my phone at night has a lot to do with that. And also overthinking. That's It's like the two are coming together. real hard I definitely have been overthinking a lot at nighttime which obviously makes it hard for me to fall asleep 
Um, so if you guys have any recs for me, I know that, um, CBD is really good for that type of stuff. I need to find, like, a good brand to try. Um, I've dabbled in it a little bit, but maybe, like, a CBD gummy or, I don't know. I really need to just work on not being on my phone late at night. I think that that's the main issue for me. Um, maybe start reading before bed. Yeah, but those are two things I'm currently struggling with, and let's talk mood boosters now. My first mood booster is I just went to Vegas for literally less than 24 hours um, with Lindsay this past Friday night. Friday, I guess, during the day and night. Um, And wow, that trip. (laughs) Lindsay, if you're listening to this, I love you. I love you so much. No, I, that trip was like, so healing in every way and it was literally a 12-hour trip you guys but (sighs) I needed to just like get out of Orange County (laughs) even for 12 hours it was therapeutic to just get out of my town um I actually got invited to Vegas for an Usher concert and I'm just again so grateful for my job and all the opportunities it's given me if you told my 15 year old self that she would have been invited to go see usher for free for work um yeah i it was definitely a full circle full circle moment um it was an amazing concert usher killed it still as sexy as ever and the hotel we stayed at was like gorgeous it was the um we stayed at park mgm amazing incredible and honestly the highlight of the trip for me was just sitting in the car with lindsay and just talking and i'm just so grateful for lindsay <laughs> if you guys don't know lindsay ray lindsay is an amazing human being Um, She's also a content creator, does YouTube um, mainly. That's her thing. Go check her out. But I met Lindsay a little bit over a year ago now, and it feels like I have known her my whole life. She's literally my twin flame. I feel like I can talk to her about anything. She will never judge me. The conversations we had were just so therapeutic and much needed. She's literally my therapist. It's just so nice having someone that will truly listen to you and who reciprocates the energy you give to them. Just really grateful for our friendship, for the opportunity I was given, you know, to just go to Vegas for a day. Um, Lots of laughter. It was the mood booster I needed because October has felt very heavy for me. (laughs) The past month has felt so heavy for me. Lots of different emotions coming that um, are uncomfortable. And yeah, it was just really nice to just get out of town literally for 12 hours with one of my best friends and to just have fun and also talk about stuff that, you know, you don't really open up to a lot of people about but being able to have that trust in someone and feel seen and heard it's just so special all right number two my second mood booster is trying dairy again and being open to it um if you guys follow me on instagram i 
showed that I had this like almond puff pastry. So <laughs> let me let me give you a little background story. So me and Lindsay were um, about to leave on Saturday morning. We were looking for a breakfast place to go to, and literally every place we went to, it was like 11:30, had a huge ass line. We we're like, okay, we're trying to get back on the road. We don't have time to wait for an hour to get breakfast. Like. We just need to get something and then get lunch on the way or something. Like, get something quick. So, our hotel has an Italy, And Italy is amazing, by the way. If you've never been, you need to go. Literally feels like you're in Italy. Um, but basically, we just wanted to grab something quick. We saw some pastries. I was like, all right, let's get, some, let's get a pastry and hit the road. So, we're waiting in line. And I have dairy very rarely like I'll have parmesan parmesan doesn't hurt my stomach or anything but um like whole milk and like dairy dairy like cheese cheese like that stuff I have not had in a minute and I feel like diet culture is always saying like remove dairy from your diet to lose weight and that's originally my intention was to remove it to lose weight um and so I just had, like, since then, I ha- I just haven't even been open to the idea of having dairy again. It's kind of like a food fear for me now. Um, I've just been, like, scared to re- reintroduce it to my diet um, because, I don't know, it's just a food fear, you know? And um, when we were in line, I saw that literally all of the pastries had milk and... I was like, okay, um, the past month or so, I have actually been thinking about reintroducing dairy slowly back into my diet just because, you know, all a part of recovery is being able to reintroduce the foods that you fear and focusing on how you feel rather than how it's going to make you look, you know, it's like everybody is different and unique and some people react find a dairy and some people don't and I feel like I don't even know how I even react anymore because it's been so long so why not try reintroducing that food fear and just see how it makes me feel like genuinely how does eating dairy make me feel um I've been wanting to you know reopen that idea and so we were in line I saw that all the pastries had dairy and I was like okay you know what I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to start now. Like, this is my sign to, you know, reintroduce dairy back into my life. And let's just do this. So, um, I got this almond puff pastry. Lindsay got the same. And (laughs) literally before I ate it, Lindsay low-key was like, dude, are you good? Like, I was just silent. Like, I was just in my thoughts because I was like... I'm not gonna lie I was freaking out a little bit just because you know it's okay it's normal to freak out about some stuff you haven't eaten in a while at least the girlies that struggle with food um know this it's your girl was panicking a little bit but not like extremely you know what I'm saying I was just like okay like you know haven't done this in a while don't know how I'm gonna react but we're doing it so um, I was like no Linz I'm good like let's let's munch let's eat this Um, so, had the pastry, it was amazing, so freaking good, missed just dairy pastries, like, an authentic 
yummy pastry from Italy was all I needed, like truly. Um, and basically it was a mood booster just because I've come a long way to get to this point to even, you know, start reintroducing foods that I had restricted for so long. It was a big win. Um, that almond puff pastry will always have a place in my heart and I'm just excited for, you know, this little dairy girl journey. And I know it might not sound, I know it sounds probably like dramatic to some people, but for me, this is a big win and it's a mood booster for sure. So I'm going to keep you guys posted on my dairy girl journey, um, how I feel, if it actually, you know, does make me feel bad. I'm going to just reintroduce it slowly. Um, But after that pastry, I felt completely fine like actually so I think it just depends on the quality and how much you're eating it um everybody's different but I will continue to share that journey because I know a lot of you guys said that you were dealing with the same thing trying to reintroduce foods that you had feared for so long dairy was is a huge one um so I'm happy to share that with you guys and hopefully dairy will be a staple in my diet because we love cheese we love food period so all right let's get into the affirmation of the day feel free to say this out loud write it in your journal whatever you got to do but repeat it i am so grateful for where i'm at in my life right now i am excited to be alive because i am choosing to focus my energy on the small simple joys in my life rather than the negatives Peace and happiness are my priority. My life is meant to be enjoyed and lived to the absolute fullest. Alrighty, so today's topic, we are talking about romanticizing your life and some steps to take to appreciate the small moments more. I know that this concept can sound so cheesy to some people, but I literally swear by it, you guys. I feel like Ever since I started romanticizing my life on a day-to-day basis, whether that's just buying myself flowers or making a vision board or pouring, you know, my green juice in a wine glass just because it's a simple act of making an ordinary or mundane day feel unique. Just taking the time to appreciate your day-to-day life, no matter how mundane some parts might be, It means just understanding that even the small things in your life are important and valuable to your happiness. I can definitely say my awareness and overall energy has increased since being able to romanticize my life and I just feel more alive and present. So please try to just forget the cheesiness of it and lean into the idea that romanticizing your life can actually change your life. Now, why should you romanticize your life? Most people have a negative bias, which basically means we pay attention to the bad things that happen to us more than the good things in our lives. And when we focus on all the negative, all that does is attract more negativity. When you learn to finally appreciate the small things, you can train yourself to notice the good that was already there in the first place which then improves the overall quality of your life. I feel like I truly started practicing this during the pandemic. I feel like a lot of us did. We were forced to kind of just 
focus on the simple things and the simplicity of life. You guys have also probably heard of that one TikTok that went viral where it's like, you have to start romanticizing your life. You have to start thinking of yourself as the main character. Um, I think that literally went viral during the pandemic and people started just, you know, really paying attention to the small things. And I feel like this is just a good topic to resurface um, because post-pandemic life, you know, things are more normal again and it's easy to lose sight of the small things when we're go, 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 at least for me. I feel like I went through a phase um, within the past year where I was just go, go, go and the small things didn't matter as much and now that I've reintroduced, you know, romanticizing the little things, I've realized how important it is and how my quality of my life has changed since reintroducing that idea and that's why I definitely wanted to just talk about this give some reminders about simple stuff so we're going to talk about 20 ways you can start romanticizing your life Um, take all of these with a grain of salt these are just some ideas that have worked for me or that I want to start um But I think that they can be very beneficial for anyone just wanting to improve the quality of their life in the smallest ways possible. So number one, if you're in school or currently studying for a course, set a vibe and light some candles, change your scenery, make a study playlist that will keep you focused, put on a cute outfit so you feel put together. Basically, just set the vibe, make it a little bit more extra I know for me, when I am doing my work, you know, computer work, whatever it is, I love lighting a candle, putting on a cute set, putting on some like manifestation frequencies or just like peaceful music, just setting an ambiance that I feel motivated, inspired, comfortable in. Um, It just makes the whole workflow so much better. Number two, cook a beautiful meal, whatever it is. For me, I love adding some coconut whipped cream on top of my oats just because or putting some edible flowers in my tea to make it look pretty. Use fancy garnishes. Just make a meal with intention and enjoy the act of actually cooking the meal. Dance in the kitchen. Play music that makes you feel alive and present. Enjoy it. And food is energy. The energy you put into it is the energy you're going to get out of it as well. That's something I try and keep in mind when making my food, making a beautiful meal that's going to energize me. Um, I want to enjoy the process of making it because, you know, when I'm in a rush and I'm not really paying attention to how I'm even making my meal um, and I stuff it down my throat, it's like literally just me on autopilot. I'm not being present with the food I'm making, the food I'm eating. So really just being present with cooking, eating, all of the above makes it a little bit more romantic. Number three, go out on a nature walk and just listen. Listen to all the beauty. Try to not wear your headphones. And I know it might be uncomfortable. I definitely did this for the first time like a year ago. And I was like, this feels really weird that I'm not listening to anything, no podcast, no music, no one to talk to, just me in nature, walking. Crazy concept, right? But 
literally just being outside and noticing the birds chirping or kids laughing just the beauty of life that we aren't even aware of because we're so focused on what we're doing and listening to um it's a beautiful thing to just unplug number four stop caring about what other people think so much focus on you what makes you happy what brings you peace and joy cut out all the noise this is your life just focusing inward on days you need it especially being mindful of that has been a game changer for me number five change your room layout or redecorate your space do a full closet clean out declutter change the energy of your space make sure it feels sacred to you and sell the stuff you need to let go of to make room for the things you want more of i just did this um like two weeks ago i did like a full decluttering closet clean out and my mood has shifted so much since then because now I'm not holding on to things that don't fit, don't match my aesthetic anymore. It's It was just really refreshing and I highly recommend. Number six, date yourself. If you are currently single, that is something to be celebrated and not looked down upon. Celebrate and love yourself in ways you haven't yet. Find out what your love language is and practice it on yourself. If you haven't taken the love language test yet, it's online, it's free. Um, I think everyone should know what their love language is. It's so important to know how you give love, how you receive love, and it makes so much sense. For me, quality time and words of affirmation are my top two. So I make it a priority to spend time alone and write out an affirmation every morning to give myself some extra love and self-care. Even going out for a little coffee or dressing up and taking myself out to dinner um, is something I actually haven't done yet. It's on my list. Um, But, you know, just dressing up, going to a coffee shop, whatever it is, these are all, like, cute and fun ways to romanticize being single and to celebrate that. Number seven. Celebrate the small wins instead of waiting for the big things to happen. You don't have to wait for the big wins to celebrate. It's the small daily things that you can reflect on and be like, yeah, I did that. Or yeah, me a year ago would have been so happy that I did this or that I overcame this, whatever it is. Um, Just celebrating the small wins. Number eight, spend a morning looking at all the areas of your life and working out what you what you would like to change to live a happier existence. So I would just call this like a reflection time, you know. Reflect on the things that are bringing you peace, that are giving you energy, and the things that are taking away your peace and draining your energy. I think it's really good to be aware of those things because when we're go, go, go on autopilot, we don't even sit with ourselves to really evaluate the things that are making us happy and unhappy number nine tell someone you love them and i think this just goes to practice vulnerability tell people how you feel whether that's a friend a person you're seeing you're getting to know it's okay to say how you feel there's so much courage and strength in being vulnerable and honest with your feelings this is something i am currently working on that is very challenging for me because 
talking about my feelings, feeling my feelings is something that I have repressed for so long. And now that I am aware of that, it's something that I want to actively change. Um, So just reminding yourself that, hey, I'm feeling this way and this person deserves to know how I feel. Um, And just, yeah, being honest with your feelings is very romantic. Number 10, create a morning routine you look forward to every day. Having a routine that makes me excited for the day is a non-negotiable. Like, it is so important. For me, setting setting time aside to journal, have my coffee, get some movement, are all ways I romanticize my mornings, and I'm intentionally setting time aside to be present with myself, which is something I used to never do. I used to just wake up, get right to school or work, which actually made me hate my mornings because I felt rushed. I felt like I was just on autopilot and now my mornings are my favorite part of my day. They're sacred to me, especially my Monday mornings. They are so sacred to me. Um, I make sure to not go on my phone for at least an hour to just fill my mind with positivity and peace, um, especially before recording, you know, my episodes, because I record every Monday morning, I just want to feel like my best self for you guys, and obviously for myself, but to just fill my cup up with as much positivity and peace as possible. So yeah, my mornings are very sacred, and you should create a morning routine you look forward to every single day. Number 11, wear something you feel confident and and beautiful in. So lately, I have been obsessed with sets, whether that's just a lounging matching set or a cute workout set. That's been my thing. And you deserve to feel your best every single day. If you feel like putting on some red lipstick just because you want to feel something, you want to feel extra, do it. Why not? Literally, why not? Also, again, I recommend doing a full closet cleanout of all the clothes you don't feel comfortable in anymore or confident in, like you deserve to feel confident every single day. And of course, that's not a reality for most of us, but you deserve to feel that way. And having a wardrobe you actually love plays a big part in that. Number 12, add fruit to your water. (laughs) If you have been following me for a while, you remember my cucumber water days. I swear, you guys, I would literally add cucumber to my water every single day, and it made drinking water so much easier, tasted so yummy, tasted so fresh, just that simple act of adding cucumber to my water, and this is just a reminder that I need to start doing that again, because I have not done that in so long. I was drinking water like no other. Was I peeing a lot? Yeah, but that's a good thing, (laughs) I guess. Um, but yeah, definitely recommend adding just fruit to your water. Make it a little bit more romantic, you feel me? Number 13, buy new pens and start journaling more. Um, I feel like in order to build good habits, for example, like journaling, um, you need to set the vibe to make those habits last and sustain. So having, you know, that perfect ballpoint pen you love or 
getting a journal, buying a cute journal, um, just romanticize your morning journal, your morning pages, or if you like to journal at night, whenever you like to journal, just romanticize the act of doing it. Play a playlist that gets you feeling in your feels or gets you feeling inspired. Just romanticize your journal time. Number 14, romanticize your feelings. Realize the beauty in how you're feeling today, right now. Whether that's feeling confusion, whether that's feeling light and happy, whether that's feeling sad, angry. However you're feeling right now, today, notice the beauty in that. Notice that you're able to feel. How beautiful is it that we literally have these feelings for a reason, that our experiences have led us to this point of feeling these feelings for a reason, that we are alive that we feel there's beauty in that and feelings are fleeting feelings aren't forever this feeling will pass but there's something so bittersweet about that because it's like everything is temporary the good the bad it's just being present with those feelings and noticing that something good will come out of it um has been something i've been practicing like i told you guys and i just realized that you're able to romanticize your feelings and just find the goodness in it number 15 try a new hobby that isn't super expensive so that could be learning a foreign language literally making homemade soap like baking homemade bread try knitting i don't know bro like just try something new try a new hobby it doesn't have to be this extravagant thing um but just making it yours i think is very special and I'm definitely, I need to get on this. I need to find a new hobby. Number 16, write a letter to yourself or someone you love. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I am a hoe for a handwritten letter, okay? I don't need no gifts. I don't need anything. Just tell me how you feel about me, truly. Just give me some words of affirmation. It's just so nice to feel that from someone you love, from someone you care about, for like literally anyone. Yeah, I just feel like handwritten notes are so cute and romantic and just lovely. So either write a handwritten note to a friend, a loved one, boyfriend, girlfriend, or even just write one to yourself. Um, You know, maybe write a letter to your future self. Let's say I'm writing a letter to my 35-year-old self. I just turned 23. Talk about your goals, your dreams what you're currently going through and keep that note forever and then look back on it one day and be like, oh yeah, I remember when I wrote this letter to myself. Um, I think handwritten letters are very underrated and we need to bring them back. No more of this texting stuff. Like, give me a letter. Tell me how you really feel. Number 17 is to just watch the sunset. Please just get outside. Go watch the sunset, the sunrise. Look at how beautiful it is to end the day to start the day just watching nature do its thing just get outside that's all i have to say about that one get outside number 18 unplug so take this however you want it for me i really need to work on this to really just unplug um it's hard for me to unplug just because of my job everything social media wise like I feel like I have to be on it every single day no off days 
And it's hard. It's really hard for me to unplug and to just be present sometimes without, you know, looking at emails, looking at notifications, DMs, all of this. But I think that being able to unplug is so needed for every human, whether this is your job or not. Um, Just being able to detach and to be with friends, to be by yourself and just remove yourself from all the social media noise is very important. Number 19, give yourself things to look forward to. Whether that's trips, hangouts, concerts, events, or even the small things like your morning coffee, your yoga class on Tuesday, just the utter feeling of feeling excited is so underrated and I feel like at least for me as I've got gotten older I have lost touch of like being excited for things like genuine excitement I miss that feeling I feel like it's just go 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 autopilot and it's beautiful to feel excited about even the most simple things and I remember in the, during the pandemic I would literally look forward to my morning coffee every single day like every single night I would get excited about it like before going to bed and I miss that feeling like I feel like I've lost sight of that and I really want to work on just being excited for things again number 20 last but not least is to take the long way home and this can mean taking a different route to go home trying a different way or literally just driving not over 80 miles per hour like me I feel like I'm always in such a rush to go places which is probably why I've gotten three speeding tickets I'm honestly surprised I haven't gotten at least 10 by now with all the years I've been driving but yeah just slow down take the long way home and just enjoy just enjoy just live a little bit slower and enjoy it If we are happy with the small things in life, we won't be feeling constantly down when we aren't in the place we would like to be at. Romanticizing your life is about taking in every simple moment and making it to be the best moment. We're so focused on doing the next thing that we're not really truly noticing what's happening right in front of us. You know, we're constantly doing multiple things at once, so it's really helpful for people to practice slowing down and doing one thing at a time with actual awareness. And I want to end the episode off with this reflection question, and it is, what are three ways I can start romanticizing my life this week? Three ways. can be big or small. Just really think about how to improve your life in the smallest ways, the simplest ways. I swear by this, you guys. The quality of your life will improve when you slow down and really pay attention to the little things, the simple things. I hope you guys liked this episode um, and didn't find it too, too cheesy. Again, you got to just be cheesy sometimes. You got to embrace the cheese, lean into it a little bit because that's just what it is. If you love this episode, please give me a rating on Apple Podcasts really helps me out. Follow the podcast Instagram, send me a DM, give me some feedback. I love talking to you guys. And I'm just, again, so grateful you're here. The fact that you guys come and listen to me every single week is honestly my biggest mood booster lately. Like 
I look forward to recording every single Monday and I wouldn't have this opportunity without you guys. So again, thank you for being here. I love you. It's going to be a phenomenal week. We are going to romanticize the shit out of the small things this week and life is good. I will see you guys in the next episode.